Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time, and America needs a lot of freeing right now. Do you know, with all the voluminous evidence that's been collected, some of that evidence was sent to me by residents of Maricopa County in Arizona the night and early morning hours following the election, and uh, conclusively showed criminal fraud at work in Maricopa County. Yet not one judge, not one court, not one person in Congress has convened an investigation to the most stolen election probably in the history of the world. And uh, now they're surprised they've got riots. <laughs> We're going to be joined here in just a moment by John Wayne. We're going to compare notes. He's got some pieces. I've got some pieces. But first, we got to pay the bills. And if you need a reminder that uh, services could be disrupted, well, hold on to your hat, ladies and gentlemen, because if you don't have storable food, well, you're putting your family at risk and yourself as well. MPS, great savings on the four-week package. It's the cheapest way to accumulate storable food, quality food. Restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And one more thing, uh, we're doing, Celeste and I are doing a um, long-term series on what's in the vaccine, what they're trying to accomplish, and um, we kind of predicted this too, said this chaos would open up more authoritarian type of rules, including mandatory vaccines, um, and so Celeste and I actually talked about that in a pre-record this morning. But you want to check out our TV show, folks. It's good investigative journalism. We get four and a half, five stars across all the networks that carry us. So I would encourage you to sign up. TheCommonSenseShow.tv Well, John Wayne's with us. And we're kind of still deciphering stuff that's going on. Um, I have a family member that sent me pictures of Antifa on scene at the riots at the Capitol. Not surprised. So, John, welcome to the show. And I'll use that as an opening comment, Antifa at the Capitol. I'm looking at a picture right now. It says, F the police. Since when do Trump supporters ever carry F the police signs? Right. No, they don't. Never, and never. the fact of the matter is, no, ever, never, ever. And the fact that's of the Antifa. matter is, is that Antifa, that's Antifa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I think, um, obviously, you know, there's so many things I could pull up and bring and show you right now but the fact of the matter is yes that's antifa that was antifa that literally stormed the capital under guise or ruse of being trump supporters and this is being able to be uh, deciphered and coming out through investigative journalism and people that are doing their due diligent work to prove who these people were and i don't know if you saw the image of the man wearing uh, i mean basically it was a headdress that was of a bison. Did you see any pictures of this guy? I think guy? I might have that here. Let me 
Okay. Go that back guy to my pile here. Um, is, is a that guy is a is a is an Amtifa um, supporter who's been at many of their rallies. I, I got guess. it right well, here. Yes. And I guess uh, somebody was doing even more work on trying to decipher some of the tattooing on him. And on his left uh, <clears throat> bicep is the boy lover tattoo, the triangles within a triangle. So and I'm going to tell you what, n there is no standing man who stands for the president that would ever have such a thing tattooed on himself. Now, I can't see his bicep, but what I see in this photo of him um, he's standing behind the American flag, partially obscuring his right shoulder. His abdomen and chest are fully exposed. He's got something sticking out of his belt in the front, which I, I can't tell if that's a tattoo or a knife. But I've got the man right here, just what you say. He's got a bullhorn. Um, oh, hold on here. I can see the tattoos on his arm, but I can't make out what they are. Yeah, somebody blew him up. I'm gonna. I've got all kinds of stuff. I'm gonna have to compile. It. It, uh, it looks like lettering of some sort, like with an H well, in it. You know, I haven't looked at it completely. I saw where I saw that that one was like uh, four triangles or three triangles, almost pretty much within themselves. Um, you know, and there's another picture of him with some other men standing in the halls there of Congress. Yes, I got that. Yes. And if you look at the guy to the right, the one uh, standing to his right, as you were looking at him, it would be our left. Um, he should be wearing a kind of a, a, a an off-white or kind of a tannish or grayish sweatshirt, I think. I'm just trying to make sure you're looking at the right one. Yellow tannish. And yellow, yellowish tan, yeah. And yeah. if you look at his left hand, he's got a hammer and sickle on it. Um, I'm pulling that up now. Yes, I see it. Very clear. Yes. It's on the outside of his left hand, below his fingers, between his wrist and fingers. That's right. On the on basically the top yeah, of his. And he's left proudly hand. displaying it. Absolutely. So you know, someone these else things... in this picture too. I think this is worth noting. Go ahead. Um, a guy with a flag, and I can't quite make out the flag, but it's not an American flag. I can't make it out. I can only see about the bottom twenty percent. Um, and I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't minimize it. Well, even when I minimize it, it's outside the boundary. I wish I could see this flag in its entirety, but I guarantee it's not anything associated with Trump. Right. I got, then, I'm going uh, back into my files here to find the ones that we're looking at here. Yeah. But I'm looking at these files. We'll put these on the commonsenshow.com, uh, tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and there's pictures out there of the same guy right here. I'll send this one to you. I don't know if you've seen it yet. He's actually in the chambers, um, standing behind where whoever would be up there, the speaker maybe, um, whoever would drop the gavel. So I don't me, know uh, that. Okay, I'm going to copy it. I'm going to send it to you here. Let me find you. Now, sorry to be doing all this in real time, but, I mean, all of this is basically real time right now. You know, I watched all of this from the very get-go this morning. Um, there it is right there sent to you. It's, it's sending, I guess. It's got the little circle. Um, so I watched all this from the very beginning. And before, you know, the president even spoke about five or six speakers before the president got there, he did. He laid the case out and said, this is what has happened. You know, we're going to go up to the Capitol building. 
Well, the president didn't go up to the Capitol building, but a lot of people did, and I would assume the people that were there to cause, you know, ruckus and chaos might have been a lot of, you know, there were obviously good-intentioned Americans there as well, but that were fired up by the president's speech, but the full form of uh, provocateurization or whatever that word may be for such checks was caused by Antifa. You know, they were the ones that led the uh, charge, more or less. Yeah, I would agree. You know, and then the, let me tell you what else happened. Um, oh, gosh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on when it happened. I'm going to say a week ago, approximately, in Portland, a man was apprehended for not obeying law enforcement orders. This is federal law enforcement, and ordinarily they grab someone and throw them to the ground and they arrest them. And fortunately, they didn't. He had an incendiary Molotov cocktail in his backpack which would have exploded on impact with the ground. And in his backpack, he had um, paraphernalia that would uh, link him to being a MAGA supporter. Although they knew his record says he was Antifa. So they have him, they have him with the Molotov cocktail. They have him with like the constitution, for example. Tell me, why would Antifa be carrying um, the constitution? So they put out a bulletin plausible deniability. Well, yeah, because that's what they were going to do in Washington. So here's... Real quick, I just want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just tell you this. The guy was arrested, should have been charged with endangerment, uh, resisting arrest, on and on and on. This was turned over to ATF because of the weapons nature. ATF kicked it to the FBI, and the FBI ordered the man released, and the charges dropped. He probably was in Washington, D.C. today at our Capitol. I know for a fact this happened. I can't be more specific because it could be part of an ongoing investigation, which I doubt, but also I don't want to burn a source. So how do you like them apples? No, I heard. You know, (laughs) yeah, we'll see. That's the thing. They'll they'll bring him in. They'll be like, oh, well, you're one of the provocateurs. Well, you know, they'll have some special agent there in charge that says, hey, man, get your hands off of him. Leave him alone. Yeah. You know, hey, get out of here. You know, go do what you were told to do and stop dinking around here on the streets here. Um you know, it makes me wonder where the military stands with the president. You know, when the president was up there, what well, he should just just flat out said, "Hey, I'm in. I'm in. I'm you know going to initiate the Insurrection Act, and I'm going to start arresting people for treason." And I guess one of the first people that could be arrested for treason would be Mike Pence, personally. Um, you know, Benedict Arnold himself. Um, man, this is such a mess, and. See, now they've literally forced the hand to where the Rubicon, I don't know if it's fully been crossed, but we're in the process of transitioning it, right, or making our transit across it. So this, you know, like I've said for a long time, and you've agreed with this, that there's not going to be any easy way out of what's taking place right now and what's coming. But I'm very concerned, like you said, you were talking about Celeste. I had her on just this last Saturday. And the possibility of them the bad guys being them uh, being the ones to roll out the insurrection act and go about their duties and inoculate everybody. You know, I've warned about all this stuff, Dave. I mean, it's just unreal. We've warned about it for so much and now it's here. 
full frontal and now what do we do you know um and it's going to get to the point where anybody that speaks out is going to have the hammer come down upon them you know and if not be back black bagged yeah i don't disagree with anything you just said we are looking at classic bolshevik revolution today at the capital was the equivalent of the reichstag fire without the fire mm-hmm. but it was a false flag no doubt some maga members went along with it they got caught up in the emotion and someone challenged me on this actually it was a law enforcement agent challenged me he said you could tell me that none of the trump supporters were part of this i said no i'm not gonna tell you that i'm sure they were group think mm-hmm. mob mentality and i said number one i said either these people on the left are the dumbest asses i've ever seen because or they want to have a civil war and he goes what do you mean and i said well you had a country that's been locked down for almost a year people have lost their jobs they can't feed their kids they're pissed off at unreasonable regulations they have nothing to do with covid transmission for a virus that kills 0.2 percent of its victims and i said that means you have a pissed off nation then you have an election that's stolen then you have total denial from the courts from the mainstream media when all these people have seen the evidence and they know there's no justice they know their kids have no future you have dementia beijing trader joe and you have a slut as the vice president who will take over and i said gee why would they be unhappy (laughs) i said well I, I, i guess they have low threshold don't they and I said, they have lost their country, their kids have lost their future, and I said, and it didn't take much to push him over the edge. Thank you, Antifa. And he goes, are you saying this was planned? I said, hell yes, I'm saying it's planned. Why you do you Dave? think the Chinese soldiers are on the borders? They're going to cross Dave. when the Chinese are going to attack in the Far East, Taiwan, Hong Kong, South Korea, mm-hmm. and they're going to tie us up by crossing our borders with military action guarantee you this is what they want subjugation and, of america and world war three all in the same breath that's right and you know and you're you're on to the fact of the point of what i was saying a while ago and i was on a broadcast for about five hours with a bunch of us other hosts from the station on a private youtube channel and i brought to the fact that i was like hey man who's to say that any of this is even really going on inside the congress building right now who's to say anybody's even in there and then you come to find they all break into this building, and, you know, you don't see anybody, but I guess they might have been in the chambers. Well, they said they put them under their desks. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the official explanation I heard. What was that, you know, duck and cover? Do we need to play the yeah, duck, duck and cover, and cover song yeah. from the 1950s? Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you, Congress, you need to listen to this. I've never called for violence. I'm still not calling for violence, but I can see where this is going. And I will tell you this, if you don't deal with this election in an upfront manner, these people aren't going away. Their numbers are going to grow. There's a protest in Phoenix today at the state capitol. Right. It's yeah. across the nation. I've seen uh, Phoenix, uh, uh, Salem. Um, I mean, all over, all over the country, people are, you know, pissed off, and rightfully so. You know, and we've got a government that's completely incumbent. They can't do anything. Well, either because they don't want to do anything, they're all on the take, or, you know, they've got so much blackmail on them that it'd bury them for the rest of their lives. 
Um, I don't see any easy way out of what's going on. I really don't. And you're right. The American people have had enough. We know that they know, we know, everybody knows who the bad guys are, the real true traitors of the country. You know, um, almost at a loss for words. Poor girl lost her life today. And I'm pretty certain, yeah, that she was shot by Secret Service. I sent you the video of that. And I'm going to tell folks out there, you know, she was dead when she hit the floor. Um, it's sad to say. Was she but doing seemed, anything menacing? Not, you know, in the Other video. Other than trespassing? I, no, not, no, no, not at all. Uh, I think she was just the one that caught the round, you know. It's just then that why right fire? Person, if, if you're not being directly threatened, why fire? Well, I think they were breaking the windows out of the door that <clears throat> yeah. they were trying to get through. And I, I don't see. know if you saw the, and they saw the video. I don't know if you saw the picture of the Secret Serviceman standing behind the door with like it looked like a like a shelf or something laid in front of the door to barricade it and i think when they started to break the window that's when they fired that one shot be interesting to see what kind of identity they fabricate for her well you know uh, yeah that's gonna be interesting i haven't really heard anything up to this uh, this extent um you know, and another thing I want to know is who who were the goon who well who played the part of the goon squad out there for the federal government? Would that have been Capitol Police or yeah, initially, you know, because, yeah, initially, right? But these people they were covered up so good you couldn't tell them nothing. You couldn't even hardly see color of skin on the officers if that's what we're going to call them. Well, it's a, it's a full subjugated takeover of the country. You know, the only person that had any moral uh, virtue was the president, you know, uh, dignity, outright honesty, and, you know, it, where, where is he at right now? Is he in the White House? Is he on Air Force One? You know, is he, uh, I don't know. It's a big mess, and I don't see any wee, easy way out of it. I can't say that enough. No, I I, I agree, but I think, I think there, we can take this further. Um, <clears throat> again, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're just tuning in, it's my operating hypothesis from the evidence I've seen, the evidence sent to me in pictures, Laura Loomer's tweet, uh, my State Department contact and what she's saying. Um, I'm going to say this. Antifa started the riot, and MAGA people got caught up in the motion, and they continued. We have clear evidence that Antifa's involved. And, of course, this evidence would fall on deaf ears in the media. Um, and why would Antifa do this? Because the left wants a full-blown civil war so they can crush all dissidents. There's a reason why they're passing legislation across the country for isolation camps with COVID. It has nothing to do with COVID. It has to do with whether they're going to put people like us that disagree with them, and they're going to purge millions of people. And I had this debate today with a federal law enforcement agent. He goes, well, this is terrible. Da, da, da. And I said, yeah. And what's going to happen when Biden and Harris get their teeth into us? Millions of us are going to perish, which is worse. So I don't, I don't advocate for violence, but I think it has to come to that because violence is not self-defense. And right. in the words of Solzhenitsyn, when they went to the gulag without resisting... They used to beat themselves in the head, pound their chest, 
and lament the fact that they didn't pick up a poker from the fireplace and kill the people intruding them into their and their homes we could have stopped it we could have slowed it down at minimum uh, we could have taken a hell of a lot of them with us <clears throat> I will tell you this when they come to my house to take me to one of their isolation camps they'll meet with extreme resistance and I speak for millions of Americans and I'm nonviolent I don't approve of the violence that happened today at the Capitol although I expect it and this is gonna spread now that blood's been spilled now that people have got a taste of it and we've crossed the Rubicon this is going to spread this is the beginning and we may not see more manifestations for a couple of weeks or a couple of months but mark my words this will be the day we look at when we go forward you know and then Biden that sorry ass Beijing Joe he said today I condemn the Trump led violence at the White House how about the Biden led hundred days of violence in Portland where right. was your condemnation then Beijing Joe well you know we, we know that the fact of the matter is and even uh, senior Bush senior said this you know <clears throat> if the American people know or knew what we've done to them you know they would drag us through the streets we wouldn't be able to walk the streets you know you have Pelosi's house that um, was dealt with and you have, I don't uh, think that was uh, Trump supporters either no, I don't think it was a false no. flag by the left to try to frame Trump supporters and in other words, when they come to round us up, the roundups will be justified. You're one of them. You've advocated for violence. Come with us. Mm, well, like you said, um, stiff and virulent resistance. You know, um, <sighs> I hate to even have to be talking like this, you know, Dave. I'm not too old of a fellow, fairly young yet. And, you know, I never thought that I'd see this country come to where it's at. You know, I have four great uncles serve in uh, World War II, my grandfather as well. And I would assume they're probably rolling in their graves right now, seeing where this place has come to. And, you know, all the people that have lost their lives to maintain the freedom that this country's represented for 200 plus years, you know, was it 252, 253 years? Is, is it's all going by the wayside because commie fascist socialist mandate ruse the day and by god i won't stand for it you know the american people should not stand for it but i'm like you said you're not advocating for violence i'm not advocate advocating for violence because it's not going to solve anything see i've been saying for a long time we need to come to the same conclusion on each side of the camp left and right you know, being say, hey, look, they're telling you that that guy over there is your enemy. He's not your enemy. The person over there who's got, you know, both these sets of people going at each other, they're the enemy. They're pitting you against me or me against you, vice versa. We need to find a common ground and say, hey, instead of them, me, be, us being enemies, we're actually, in all actuality, we want the same thing except for... You know, your commie, fascist, socialist bullshit, that's got to go. But they want you and me to kill each other off. That's the enemy over there. And that's who I'm talking about is all them that reside up there in Capitol Hill. Um, you know, 
I, I, I don't know what else to do. What else do you do? You know, should the country have went, should they have went way further than what they did when they had the numbers or whatever was going on over there in the Capitol today? I don't know. I don't want to say yes because I don't, I don't believe it should get to that. But our founding fathers knew damn good and well where, you know, power and corrupt power eventually leads to. And they were way ahead of their time. I mean, look, they were trying to prepare the American people for what could possibly happen if things were left unchecked. Now, they've been left unchecked, and they're happening. And the mandates and the rules are right there in the Constitution. You know, that we all know that this was the most fraudulent election. It wasn't even an election. we got to even stop calling it that because it wasn't. This was a scam to beat all scams. I mean, this this makes the Latanza airport heist of the 1970s look <laughs> tiny. That's you know? a good comparison. I like that. Um, I think um, we're going to see more Antifa promulgated events, but the left won't be able to help themselves. They'll keep uh, poking the bear. As Laura Loomer said, Conservatives who've done nothing wrong are getting visited by the FBI. And I'll probably get a visit after saying this. I don't mean any harm to any FBI agent. But I think this agency should be disbanded. It's been perpetually and uh, chronically corrupt since its inception with the uh, notorious uh, J. Edgar Hoover. And he liked to wear dresses, the, by the way. Oh, yeah, and had horse races fixed by the mafia, so he had the... He said for six decades there was no such thing as a mafia. And it wasn't until the, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the guy's name now. There was a movie made about Charles Bronson starred as the guy. But um, a mafia person made a deal from prison and released the family tree of the mafia. Oh, gee, we didn't know this. Yeah, sure you did, as they were fixing your horse races, J. Edgar. As they were also setting you up with, well, okay, you know. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to say any more lest I be labeled as being uh, prejudiced. Uh, but then you've also got uh, Louis Free. We'll lock up the 9-11 evidence. You don't have a right to look at it. Uh, yeah, 3,000 of our countrymen were killed, but we can't see the evidence. Trust us. Trust us. Just like the election. Trust us. And then you've got... Um, uh, Mueller, who delivered the first set of uranium for Hillary Clinton, uh, act of treason to, to Putin. And we've got documents out of Russia and the United States uh, State Department that show this. And, and then you've got Comey. Comey ran money laundering interference for HSBC Bank, uh, mostly on behalf of Clinton Foundation. But I just interviewed uh, John Cruz for about the eighth time. And he was a former senior VP. That's my source. And Loretta Lynch took over the case when he threatened to go to the media. And she told John, oh, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll do this. No one was prosecuted. They only got a small fine for illegal wire transfer. That person was Loretta Lynch. She becomes the attorney general. Comey becomes the FBI director. And the mafia into our government continues to grow. Um, and then for those reasons, listen to me, FBI. Go get a real job in a real law enforcement agency that serves the people because the FBI ain't it and the FBI's building after it's disbanded should be taken down brick by brick. That's right. You know, the sheriff 
is uh, the main holder of the law of the land that even goes over federal authority in yes, uh, whatever county the sheriff rides eyes in jurisdiction. And, you know, there's a lot of good sheriffs out there, but it's the same thing. There's still a lot of bad ones. You know, um, something I've come to find out over um, my research into all this for quite some time is that the Freemasons are a big fixture within law enforcement agencies, uh, the political realms, you know, and uh, judging, you know, being a judge as well. And a lot of these Democratic um, persons are Freemasons. You know, there's good Freemasons out there. I'm not saying they're all bad, by no means, no. But the thing is, is look, um, these are who controls the purse strings and the power of the country. And we know that they want to purge us they're very blatantly open about it, and I wanted to make this abundantly clear too, uh, Dave. I don't know if you've heard of this word, but I hope other people, uh, if you haven't heard of it, you need to research it. It's called politicide, and that is where they're going to take this, is straight into politicide. It's a form of genocide um, ran under the guise and or means of poli- uh, politicking or you know, um, policy setting. So... I just would have to say everybody needs to stand vigilant, you know, and if I get a knock at the door, guess what? I'm not going to answer it, you know, and if you try forcing yourself into my house, I'm going to defend myself under castle doctrine. Um, this is where it stands, you know, look at how they pulled out this red flag law there a few years ago, right? Red flag law, you know, if somebody is deemed dangerous and you think he's dangerous, boy, you better call the law, you know, so we can go disarm him. You know, and there were people that were killed because they were infringed upon. Their their, uh, constitutional rights were infringed upon by somebody saying, oh, he's dangerous. The police go there instead of, uh, you know, that they gun him down. You know, this is old news, but still it's relevant because, by God, they've got big plans. And what they plan on doing with a lot of people is no good. And when I say no good, I'm not talking about, you know, a paddling on the rear end. I'm talking about going to the FEMA camps, being starved to death, and then eventually executed, if not executed through forced labor. You know, we've seen this exacted time and time again throughout history. You know, in the most famous form of this that we can see of how it's being exacted to this day, you mentioned it a while ago, is the Bolshevik Revolution. You know, I've never seen or done a whole lot of research into the Bolshevik Revolution, but the other night they had a, a special on TV called Apocalypse Stalin. And they were showing all the colorful, um, redid film. Uh, they put color to these black and white films and were showing the Bolshevik Revolution in color. And as I sat here watching that, Dave, I mean, I was my jaw was on the floor because I was drawing so many correlations to what I'm seeing take place here in this country. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, that's interesting. What did they show you in that in that documentary about Stalin? What what kind of parallel things could you point at and say, yeah, we're going to see that here? Uh, just um, the mandates on food, the extreme uh, draconian crackdowns. You know, if you speak one ill word against any form of uh, standing against the party, if you don't toe the party line, well, then it's, your ass is going to the gulag. Communist you China, know, what, baby. That's what it is. And that's exactly what it is. Social you know, credit. It's, 
Yep, social credit score. You know, we've got that here in the States with LifeLock. No, not LifeLock. I think it's called – no, what? No, not LifeLock. I thought it was LifeLog. That's what uh, Facebook was called before it was Facebook was LifeLog. But there's credit scoring systems here in the country. Um, a few, a couple of years ago, this was starting to kind of make uh, headlines in our circles. And I started looking it up, and I just found the company on or the website, got on there, and I just typed in a, a person from the local community that I know is just a lowlife, right? And sure enough, pulled him up. There's his picture, got his little thing. It, it was all the way down in the red, not even up into the yellow because he's so, you know, lowlife-ish, but... You know, this there, it's out there, it exists. And, you know, Dave, I said, and I've been saying it for a long time, if they didn't have the time to redefine their lists and to find out who's who, boy, over the last four years, they sure did. In spades. (laughs) In spades. The, um, I got to believe this is orchestrated to force a civil war because, as I said, China has designs on Hong Kong, Taiwan, and South Korea. And expanding into Vietnam and the Philippines and dominating and they, Australia, which they're already doing. And I have to tell you, they they need the distraction here. They'll bring their troops across the border here to tie our military up. And that'll be the beginning of World War III, along with the Civil War. Because people say, what's going to happen first, Dave? And I've maintained all along that um, Civil War might beat World War III by a couple of days. Right. You know, and I want to I wanna just tell people... You know, don't be thinking you're going to be, uh, you know, Johnny, go save the day, grab the rifle and run to the front lines, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you're just going to become cannon fodder. You're going to turn up with, with that uh, poor girl turned up today. You know, I've been warning about this a lot. And, you know, like I've been saying lately, I've been saying myself personally, stand at the ready, observe what is taking place, and then act accordingly. You know, um, I live in a pretty small Midwest community. You've got a pretty good idea of, like, where I live. You know, you used to live here in Iowa. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of older guys, you know, in their late 60s, early 70s, and I'm pretty good friends with in the area, and they all tell me one thing, Dave. They go, oh, don't worry about it. It's all probably just going to pass around here. You know, don't worry too much about it. But but that's for here, <laughs> you know, so... Well, but I'm still I don't, not holding. I don't believe that's true. Well, um, I don't either. You know. You know, I was talking to someone today who I like, but he's hopelessly liberal, and uh, he just said, "Just shows you Trump supporters are third worlders." And I said, "Yeah, and you don't think any Antifa people are part of this?" Oh no, there's no proof. I said, "What about Portland for a hundred days?" Mm-hmm. What about Seattle? Huh? Kidnap part of the city, change the name. So you think that's okay? So I said, you're quick to condemn who you think are Trump supporters, but you don't hold your own allies accountable. He goes, I'm not aligned with Antifa. I said, no, but your your new president is. That's right. And um, so that's the con- that's a conversation I had today. And he goes, well, we're just a banana republic. I said, well, I agree with that. Yep. I said, we're but one, there. I said one side does not believe in the rule of law at all. Um, you know. The best the Repu- the Democrats could do for a fake election in 2016 was the Russian collusion delusion. You didn't have this crap about delivering millions of extra ballots after hours, shutting down the election, not allowing poll watchers in. Didn't have those stories with the Trump people. Only with the left. Only with mm-hmm. the left. 
That's right, you know, and then they pulled the same thing here with this. You know, I mean, it, anything that they've done, um, what is that? It's not, I mean, it's called passing the blame, but there's another word for it. Um, projecting. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anything that they've done, they projected onto somebody else saying, oh, look what they're doing. They're the bad guy. No, man. Hey, it's exactly what you were doing, and you're the goddamn bad guy. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, maybe it is. Maybe it just is to the point. I don't want violence. I don't advocate for it. But by God, maybe it's just time that people across the country just stand up completely and totally and utterly against the government. I don't want that. That's not what I want. I want peaceful resolution through word of mouth, through, you know, diplomatic means, you know. And, you know, I'm so tired of this word democracy. Democracy, democracy, democracy. People need to understand that that is a word that means something completely different than what they're saying it means. Democracy is a compound word in Latin. Democracy. Demon crazy. You know. Um, and the grand old party, the grand old Demo- democratic party, you know, yeah, what is it? Is it's grand and it's old and it's Luciferian and it's satanic. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I'm preaching and I know no, I'm just, you're right, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying though. And I think it needs to be said going forward. What do you see happening? Um, I think they certify tomorrow. They won't, they won't allow any more testimony. No, they're, they're, the, they're, I think they're, they're just going to take the vote. They're running it tonight, Dave. I didn't know if you knew that, but they're back in session. I heard they were talking about doing that. Rand Paul said something about possibly doing that. You know, see your joint session, Congress. They want to ram this through and be done with it and hope we forget. I'm going to tell you, we ain't forgetting. Nope. I'm not going to obey a damn law that comes out of this administration. Nope, me neither. You know, and Dave, yes, they are. They're in in session right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, while they've got the National Guard and the, you know, uh, goon squads out there to keep the uh, true American people at bay, or, I mean, I guess that and, that and Antifa. Antifa was the big problem. They were the provocateurs. Um, before we come on air, I tried to pull it up just a few minutes ago, but it's been scrubbed from uh, Twitter. It was an actual little pamphlet saying and telling the Antifa uh, actors, um, <clears throat> seditionists, to go out and uh, make sure you wear a red hat, you know, a MAGA hat, carry a flag, make sure, you know, like you said, and have your have your constitution on you and all these things because you got to blend in to look just like these people. You know, I mean, this, I mean, it's out there. I've seen it. Everybody else has seen it. Everybody's talking about it. And this country needs, I don't know, this country needs a big prayer. This country needs deliverance from God. But I think God's probably turned his back on the country because the country's turned his back, turned their back on him. You know, I, I really believe that. We fell so short of the Father. You know, look at all the abortion. Look at the West Coast and the debauchery that takes place there with all the pornography and everything else. It's absolute vileness. This is Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. Um, you know, and I don't know if you've ever heard of Dmitry Dudeman, who uh, survived the Romanian purge back in the 1950s and 60s. <clears throat> he was smuggling Bibles, and he was delivered by uh, Father and the Archangel Michael. And he was taken upon high and given a vision of what was eventually going to happen to the country, and he saw you know, what he purported to be nukes striking uh, the West Coast, D.C., uh, yes. Miami, Florida, Chicago. Um, 
And, you know, like you said, our enemies are just waiting for that inopportune time. They're like lions hunting, right? And the lion is only going to go for the wounded animal or the animals that's too weak to run or too old to get away. And that's what they're waiting. They're waiting for the American people to completely chew themselves up with internal conflict so, therefore, they can move in and mop up and take the resources. I couldn't agree more. Going forward, what happens tomorrow? They certify. Do you agree? Uh, Or tonight. Or tonight. Tonight or tomorrow. You know, uh, Pelosi said, well, we're going to make sure we certify Joe Biden tonight. Well, if they do, well, then guess what? You've got 75, 80 million people that will not follow any form of rule of law that you mandate. You know, in this hundred days of mask wearing, you know what, Biden, take that and shove it up your ass. You know, if you want me to calm down, Dave, just please tell me. I know it's your broadcast, but well, you know, so, I guess, yeah, some people are going to complain about language, I, but I, I, I'll tell you I, what, I the so tyranny passionate. is a lot worse than the language. You know, that's my that's my answer. You know, I, I get so passionate. You know, I I want this constitutional republic to remain free. I want the American people to re- to be able to move unimpeded. You know, I mean, for the love of God. If we do not keep this republic, folks, you're not going to, you know, you won't live long afterwards. And I want to make this abundantly clear, too, to those out there that may be listening to this broadcast, um, that if you're on the side that, you know, you're taking the orders to do what you're supposed to do to maintain whatever order there is to be kept, you know, let's say you're one of these police officers on the front lines that were, you know, swinging the clubs as you were getting hit by two by fours and poles and pipes and bottles today. I want you to understand that once your usefulness is up to the party, you will become expendable yourself. So you need to make sure you're standing on the right side of history and with the true Americans, the true patriots who believe in this country for what it stands for, everything that it stands for, or after it falls, you will fall along with it after your orders are no longer able to be executed to their demands. You will become expendable. It's happened throughout history, Dave, and I know there's probably ways you can back up what I'm saying. Well, what you're talking about is the brown shirt phenomena, and I like it. These uh, crooked politicians that have laid down with the communist Chinese literally and figuratively think that they have somehow curried favor with the Chicoms. The Chicoms have no respect for brown shirt traders. When they're done with the American people, they will turn their attention to you. When you're no longer the useful idiot, they will kill you. That's my message to these people. Yep, and that's exactly where it goes. It's went that way all throughout history. You know, um, these people in this uh, chambers, you know, doing whatever they're doing now, they're, they're, they're in there talking. I've got it here uh, watching a live feed of it on silent. You know, they need to understand what's really truly at stake here. And what was it? Wasn't it a hundred electors said, hey, or not electors, but a hundred uh, political figures said, "We're not. I'm not going to sign this. I'm not going along with this. And that there should have been enough to completely stop it and made the election null and void. Because it wasn't even in an election. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of grasping at straws. So, I mean, like you were asking me, what do I think is going to happen? I don't know, 
that whatever happens from here on out cannot be good because they've now tried to paint us as the domestic enemy <clears throat> well <laughs> uh, someone told me today who's a law enforcement they said you know Dave if you get involved in this and support it you'll be on a list and I said the list isn't going to mean jack squat when there's fighting everyone will be on the list that's right and that's kind of what I think this is headed I mean people ask me for a projection of what's going to happen and I, 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 I give them a date and a place Bosnia 1992 mm -hmm. that's what's coming here's a Gavinia. yeah that's what's coming oh. snipers on the rooftops I don't know if I ever told you this or not Forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but um, in Aurora, Colorado, actually while I was there, interestingly enough, um, attending my sister's funeral, they had uh, BLM and Antifa take over Interstate 225 in Aurora, the town I grew up in, Aurora, Colorado. And uh, the police, um, oh, and I have some, well, I'll put it this way. A friend of Paul Martin, there are people who follow me know who Paul Martin is. A friend mm -hmm. of Paul Martin uh, has his son on the Aurora Police Department. And uh, so it came back to that chain of command. And I know the father. I've talked to him. I've actually interviewed him. And uh, this came back to us that in the high-rise buildings on the south end of 225, uh, as you're near Parker Road in that area, uh, they had uh, unmanned unarmed, I should say, two-man teams at the top of tall buildings acting like snipers. In other words, it was the belief of the Aurora police that they were rehearsing. By the way, this is only a couple miles away from the Batman 2012 shooting took place, too. So, a week later, in Austin, the same thing happened. Antifa and BLM, unarmed sniper teams at the top of buildings rehearsing what's coming. That's what's coming. Folks, listen to me. I said Bosnia in 1992 for a reason. You walk outside and you don't look like you're a friendly, you're going to be in the crosshairs of somebody. Drive-by shootings, sure. gang violence will be escalated. It'll be done along political and racial lines. This is what's going to come to us. This is what's starting. This is how the left does business. These are the Bolsheviks. And those little COVID isolation camps... I did some investigation on this. ESF number 8. 2014. Well, Celeste Solem is up to ESF number 14. 2020. And they're the same thing. You have sniffles, a cold, a cough, we can take you away. Or if we think you've been exposed to somebody who has, we can take you away. They have 17 federal agencies participating. And not one of them provides medical service. So we, you ain't going there for medical treatment. You're going there to be done away with. That's true. It's a right. political you, prisoner camp. Have you seen that uh, trailer for a movie called Songbird? Yes, I have. <laughs> How appropriate. Wow. You know, yeah, absolutely. And I guess as I was watching that the other night, I played that for Celeste live on my broadcast because I didn't know if she'd ever seen it before. And she conferred and, cons uh, you know, and said, hey, yeah, that's what's going to be. That's the case for what's going to be in two years. And, um, you know, by goodness, 
if they come to take you and drag you out, it's better to die in your home. Than yeah, I agree camp. with that. Yes, you'll have a much more pleasant end. And then we can do what Sultan eats and said, take enough of them with it, it slows it down. Um, and I'm not advocating for violence. I'm advocating for self-defense. You come to my home and I've broken no laws and all I've done is exercise my First Amendment and I've called you a bunch of crooks, a bunch of liars and election thieves and you want to come and take me away, well, then we are going to fight. If you keep it at just stealing the election, well, I'll have civil disobedience by not obeying. I won't be violent. But the moment they threaten me and my family, the game changes. It's the same here. You know, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, and it was just weird today that, you know, I wasn't expecting a package, a package to arrive, you know, being delivered. Stepson had ordered a TV, and I didn't know it was going to show up today. And anytime there's a package that's delivered, usually, you know, they'll set it on the, you know, stoop, uh, go out back to the vehicle, honk the horn, and then take off. Well, this uh, delivery driver knocked three separate times. And, you know, you know, you remember when that politician, uh, that woman there in, I can't remember what state it was, it was here real recently, where a FedEx driver had, you know, shot and killed her husband and son at the front door they thought they were receiving a package i don't know if you remember that yeah i do but i'm going to tell you i mean man i mean you got to have situational awareness at all times they don't i don't care who you are so what i what i did i grabbed my sword off the wall and i stood here just waiting to see if somebody's going to come through that door and if somebody's going to come through that door you're going to come to the sharp end of that sword um you know after they left i made sure to get the dogs to the back of the house with me in the back of the house because I don't know who it was. I don't know what they dropped off. And I called my fiance and I said, hey, were we expecting a package today? And she goes, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot to tell you. I go, okay, well, thank you. I just wanted to make sure, you know, before I open the door and go to try moving anything. I mean, that's where this is at, Dave. That's how serious this is. I don't put it for somebody to try and come and bomb my house. I don't put it for somebody to try to come here and kill me. You know, we know that the fifth column elements are in this country. They haven't been fully activated, but when they are fully activated, the MS-13 gang members, the Turkish prisoners, the uh, Somalis, the Nigerian Boko Haram and Al-Shabaab, they're going to come and they're going to kill people like me and you. I mean, uh, people, you cannot be situationally aware enough, you know. People just aren't anymore. They've lost that form of normal human uh, senses. You know, we live in our uh, docile homes where everything is, you know, peaceful, quiet, calm. You know, we don't have to live by a fire in the middle of the night out in the middle of the wilderness to try and survive. You know, we've lost that form of situational awareness, and that's why a lot of people end up getting killed is because they're just not aware. You know, and mind you, right there where that sword's hanging there on the wall, there's a 30-30 loaded hanging right above it on the in the rifle rack. You know, um, pray to God that I don't ever have to go to it for any reason whatsoever, but besides to maybe hopefully put a little bit of food on the table. But by God, if I have to go to it to defend myself and my family from anybody that's trying to kill, hurt, maim, yeah, rape, exactly. or destroy, it's right there. Bingo. Good note to end on, my friend. We are flat up against him we went wall to wall thank you for coming on on short notice and sharing your opinion let's hope for a peaceful outcome and a trump presidency thanks john thanks for having me dave take care bye-bye